to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. I'm your host, Daniela. Stay tuned every Monday morning for new episodes. Interested in becoming a part of our community? You can find us on Instagram at Making Sense of Success. Stay tuned for future episode series and pod weeks. Email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com or shoot us a DM if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Thanks for tuning in and joining our journey. Enjoy this episode. Welcome, Jillian, to Making Sense of Success. Happy Sunday morning. Did you want to give our listeners a little bio about yourself so they can get to know you more? Happy Sunday. I have my coffee with me. Um, thanks you for too, actually. Me. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, so I am a personal trainer. Um, I do one-on-one virtuals right now with Corona and um, I have some in-person clients as well. And then I do group fitness online and ideally in person when Corona is done. Um, but yeah, I'm a fitness professional and I have my own brand, Sports Bras Only. It's um, Moody Wellness on Sweatshirts. So I create some merch um, just trying to make a more approachable or just trying to make fitness more approachable for people um, with a little bit of humor sprinkled in. I love that. And I think that's like so needed, right? On all platforms, especially during like a time like now when gyms are kind of like semi-open, I'd say like they sometimes open, then they close. So it's nice to have that aspect like online and be able to to connect with someone like yourself. I'm sure we'll dive more into your brand and how you got into kind of fitness and that journey in a second. But for now, I'll ask you a couple main questions that uh, we have. So the first one I'll ask you is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received or given someone? Right. So when I say this out loud, it might come across as negative, but um, I feel like a lot of people are so focused on, oh, you have to not care what other people think, or you have to, you know, go about life, like just not worrying what what other people are saying about you and things like that. But my dad has always told me, you know, no one really cares about like what you're doing. And that sounds very like negative and pessimistic in a way. But when you flip it and realize like no one's really paying that close attention to what you're doing. And if they are, it's because they love you or they're probably jealous. Of you. I don't know. <laughs> it's true though. No, I don't think that's right. negative. I don't know. Maybe some people might take it as negative, but I guess, yeah, it also depends on like who's maybe shared that with you. Like I, I had the same experience. My parents tell me that, or my mom, a lot of the time will say that like people aren't really paying attention to what you're doing. So like, there's no need to really stress about that. They're exactly. more worried about what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, no one's like, oh my gosh, she posted this on Instagram like five years ago. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> do you keep doing you because no one really cares. So, and that kind of translates and help you helps you like get in that, okay, I'm not going to care what people think because it's kind of like back and forth like that. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say that's probably the best piece of advice because you should just keep doing you because like no one's really like dwelling on, you know. Right. Yeah. And and I mean, I think that, yeah. And I think, I mean, that takes away like the fear, you know, of Mm -hmm. like doing anything or starting something of being like, oh, well, like, what if people don't like it? What if, I don't know, what if people, yeah, like, I don't know, start saying stuff. Because I think a lot of the time that's one of our fears too with social media, right? Because it's not in person, like anyone can just see that or something, especially if it's like public, not on a private account, I'm going to say on like Instagram or something. I think it does, like, that piece of advice takes away that uh, aspect of fear of, like, starting something or being able to do something. 
Exactly. And like, it's in, when you realize it's in your hands and like, no one's going to be like, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. Like at the end of the day, like you're the decision maker and you're like in control. And once you let go of like them, then everything starts to kind of fall into place, I feel like. And then I'll ask you the next question, which is what this whole podcast is really centered around. So it's probably important to ask. (laughs) But um, do you think your definition of success has changed over time? And if so, what would your definition be? Um, I think it's definitely changed. Life has been full of ups and downs. I'm sure I'm speaking for everyone on that. Um, I would say in college, I was like, oh, I want to be like this sponsored like Nike trainer and that was like my goal and I want to be in magazines and like it sounds so like far from what I want now for for myself now I would say my definition of success is being financially stable being in a place where I can feel inspired that's where I live you know where I'm working um being able to create while also being financially independent um so that's more my focus now than um what I'm actually achieving it's more well-rounded and holistic right. I would say. And I mean, I think that comes with time, though, too, you know, as you grow up, because like, I I hate to say it, but like when we're in college, right, we're not necessarily like we're kind of in that awkward stage of like, we have more liberty and than when we were like in high school, you know, and we are exposed, I feel like to more things, maybe just because of Mm -hmm. the, the environment we're in. And like, there's so many more people, right, to connect with. But you're not necessarily like in that period of your life where you're I don't know, like, just on your own and, like, really exposed to what real life is like, you know? Exactly. And you're going to pay bills. Yeah, like, there's just so many, like, adult things. Like, you do get some experience, you know what I mean? Or exposed to some aspects of, like, adult life, if you want to call it. But once you, like, leave college, you know, and actually, like, have, get it, like, have to have, like, a full-time job or something or, like, get into your career, you know, like, start paying bills or whatever it be, like... You there's more things that kind of come into play that make you realize different things and what you want for yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's not just flashy, like, I don't know, clothes. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like really superficial in. things necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's being secure on the couch that I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I guess now we can dive into it more, but what got you, I guess, into fitness? Like, really got you interested in that? Um, so I always say this, and it's so cliche, like, I, this is just how it is, but in high school, senior year, I was going through a breakup, and I had never really, I was, I did cheerleading in high school, but I didn't, I don't really count that as, like, being into fitness. It was more like an after school thing. But um, I had never worked out. And then going through this breakup, I was like, what can I do for myself? That's going to make me like, get revenge on this breakup, basically. Um, So I I got a gym membership. And I started going to the gym from there and just seeing change in my body. Like I started with cardio, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't get into weight training until a couple years later. But I'm just starting to see myself get stronger and go through different levels on like the cardio machine and like the bike. I was like, wow, this is so crazy. Like how much is changing my body? And then my confidence just transformed. Um, So then I just wanted to bring that to other people and got my training certification senior year of college. And then um, from there, I just have been working in the industry ever since. That's awesome though. And I like, I feel like a lot of us do go through that situation. So I don't know. I don't think it's cliche necessarily because I definitely went through that too. Like, I I think it's a way of, right, like de-stressing and like you said, right, being able to improve yourself. 
you know? Exactly. So exactly. I think, yeah, everyone goes through that. And I don't know, it starts a really great thing, though, too, because you find something else that, like, you know what I mean, helps you get through your day and takes your mind off, like, things that are happening. For me, it's a really big de-stressor when I am able to work out. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. And it's awesome that then, like, that kind of started, like, a, a career switch for you as well, you know, or what your interests were. Yeah, definitely. It was just so amazing because I started with, of course, Pinterest workouts to help guide me um, through my journey. But once I started learning about nutrition too and food as like medicine and the like the chemical makeup of it and like sounds so nerdy, but like how it can transform your brain and like mental health and like your cells, like it was just like the coolest thing to me. I was like, how did I not know this? Like, I will eat salad now. Right? Yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely. But. But yeah. And I guess I know you had mentioned like you got certified right during like your college career. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you study anything kind of related to fitness or like health in college? Yeah. So I studied nutrition. I started in nursing, changed my mind a billion times. But um, nutrition was what I was most passionate about at the time. And I'm glad I did because it does help now with clients. But um, in college, I, I feel like if you know what you're doing, that's amazing and unreal (laughs) but I feel like I didn't really know um what I was doing which I mean you don't have to like you're at such a young age still right and that's the thing I always I never understood really like why the system's like this in the Mm -hmm. sense that you're like 16 trying to take your like kind of prerequisite university or college courses to be able to set yourself up like on the right path to be able to get into the right program to (laughs) then be able to study that program and like you're just choosing your whole life right at the age of like 16 17 so yeah I was not ready for that but I'm glad it aligns with what I'm doing now so that has definitely helped me but yeah right which I mean like having that aspect I think of being able to have like studied something related to like your business or what you're planning to do in your future right is really helpful because it does give you some credibility I'll say you know what I mean especially Mm -hmm. like with fitness I think it's nice to know that someone like they know what they're talking about, right? When they're telling you something or when you like hire them, right? To get insight or that information, like you may not have, right? Cause you don't have a background in it. It's really nice to have like someone there that knows what they're talking about and has studied it. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can talk about your kind of business now or what you plan to do with that. I guess what prompted you to be like, okay, let me start sports bras only. So before Corona, um, I was teaching at a studio. Um, it was, um, men and women, but I feel this need to bring strength training to women. And I wanted to create a class that was women only where they can feel empowered and confident and just work out in a sports bra, not worried like what anyone's thinking about them or if a guy's looking at them. So it started as that. Um, and I planned a whole event of course, I hate to blame Corona for everything, <laughs> but um, it was the weekend that everything shut down. That's when it was supposed to happen. But I planned a whole event centered around like um, female wellness, I guess. So we were going to have a panel. Um, some of my friends like speaking on it that have their own um, fitness businesses and nutrition businesses and things like that. Um, so that's how it started. It was going to be a workout. Um, it slowly transformed um, during lockdown into a workout method and I taught via zoom and then I created a sweatshirt with our mission statement on it um, talking about how wellness is subjective and people really resonated with that and the sweatshirt 
everyone was buying the sweatshirt and the clothes. So I transformed again into um, just solely merch. So that's what I'm focused on now. But it was centered around the idea to empower women through fitness and just being confident no matter what people are thinking about you. That's awesome. And I mean, you know, like everything we do, though, does go through like evolutions and it does um, change over time. So even like, you know, I know you were talking about how it like changed from something to something else. Like, I feel like that happens with everything. And it's it's awesome, though, because then you get to experience and showcase different things to your audience and your customers at one point. But wow, like that's that's so cool. That idea. I love it. And I don't know now I'm thinking about it for me, too, now, because like. I, I've never actually been able to really be comfortable going to the gym in a sports bra, personally, for myself. Like, to be able to work out in one. And I know that's what your whole brand's kind of about. So, I guess, do you yeah, have any it, tips for that? <laughs> um. So, honestly, so I was living in Arizona probably, I think it was like two years ago now, a year and a half ago, um, at the time. And everyone around me was working out in a sports bra. And I was like, I want to make it my goal to work out in a sports bra and just feel confident. Um, so as heinous as that sounds, I was like, this is my goal. (laughs) I want to do it. And I don't care if I have like a six pack or not, like this is happening. So I just started doing it. And there's something so empowering about just, yes, it is a self-conscious like moment, but when you see people around you doing it and like other women doing it and you get friends to do it, like I, I know this, it sounds like so crazy just working on a sports bra, but, um, yeah, I guess that would be my advice is, um, yeah, I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. So that goal for yourself. But when I started it, people started messaging me saying, I just worked out in a sports bra and I had one, um, woman who actually teaches fitness reach out to me and say, um, I didn't want to exercise today because I forgot like my tank top, but I brought my sports bra and like she had had kids and she was feeling like self-conscious, but she's like, your brand like made me feel confident enough to do this. So that was a super like empowering moment. I'm like, okay, like that's amazing. Um, I just want to make people happy and feel good about themselves. So uh, moments like that make it worth it. Right. And I mean, like, especially for women, right? Like, there are a lot of things that take a toll on our body that maybe men don't experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, don't go through. Like, and our body, like, we're, we're known to have more fat. Like, there's just a bunch of things, right, that go into our body because we're able to, like, produce another life, essentially. So, yeah. it's, it's tough, you know? Because, like, I feel like that may have an effect on, like, people's mental well-being and mental health at some point as well as right like the effects that it has on your body so to be able to like know that you impacted someone on that level too is amazing yeah it is cool and like I would never push someone to work out in a sports right. club they don't want to work no, out no right but just knowing that it's okay and like it's not some huge deal mm-hmm. um and going back to like the piece of advice that has helped me is that no one really cares and if they do it's like you know Well, yeah, it generally stems from, like, their own insecurities, to be honest. Yeah, Um, It's generally nothing to do with you, and knowing that is, like, a really big sense of comfort. Yeah. 
And I guess what got you to, like, I know we talked about your fitness journey and how you got into exercising and working out, but what made you be like, okay, well, I want to help other people do this. I want to become a personal trainer and also a group fitness instructor. So I think just seeing the change in my body and the shift in my mental health was what pushed me to be like, I want to help people do this. Like if I can do this, I was someone who hated exercise. Like my friends used to go for runs and stuff. I was like, that's the worst thing like, I've ever heard. <laughs> um, so once I got into weightlifting, that that was probably end of freshman year of college or beginning of sophomore year. But that just completely like changed my life. And the fact that I could be so strong and like lift more than like the guys in the gym or like just as much, I was like, wow, like this is so cool. And like every girl should do this and like obviously there's health benefits to it but just seeing it transform my mental health I was like okay I want I want to bring this to other people and I mean that that's like an awesome goal too because I think you've probably also been able to build a community around whether it be like the services you offer around sports bras only or around even like your personal Instagram right like you've been able to build that community for women there to empower them and you know I it's I'll speak on behalf of women but I'm this is just my perspective but I like I still do feel uncomfortable sometimes going to the gym and going like to the weight section just Mm -hmm. like in normal times I'm talking about but um when like there's it's just full of guys right and you're like maybe one of the only couple girls that are some Mm -hmm. girls that are in that section so it's really nice to have that like outlet on social media for someone showing that that you know like just go ahead do it (laughs) It is the most terrifying thing because when I started, if I didn't, I would have never done it if I didn't have, I had two friends, um, Kendra and Tony, I'll give them a shout out, that (laughs) helped if I didn't have them. So the weight room in college was full of like University of Alabama athletes and it was the most terrifying thing on the planet because I'm like, these guys are so cute and I'm like, (laughs) I am not, like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I would say find someone to do it with you, going alone. I still even get intimidated sometimes by like 16 year old boys at the gym in the suburbs. <laughs> I'm like, this is too much, but find someone to go with you and that can teach you. And don't be scared to like reach out to someone and be like, Hey, can I work out with you? Or, um, things like that. That definitely helped me. Yeah. Those are really great tips too. Like for me, I found that like <laughs> my mom was the one that really was like, let's do it. Like, let's just go, whatever. Um, it was funny though. Cause really having someone like to also hold you accountable to it you know like have someone to be like we're going and my mom like I knew she was only going for me like I knew she would only want to go for me because um now you know we're we're a lot more busy with other things going on but it was really nice to have like at that time in my life I was a bit younger like finishing high school um but it was nice to have someone there too to support you you know in that journey of like learning how to take care of your body as well as like making sure that you're not getting injured when you're working out like you properly know how to make like do the moves and everything so that you're not going to injure yourself in the long term or even in the short term so it's a great piece of advice and that's the biggest thing too I just want to add most gyms do have like a free intro to training session just do it you don't I know they are going to pressure you into buying sessions But just to get a feel for how your body should move and someone can coach you through um, training, because I definitely was not lifting right in the beginning, um, 
has my shoulder suffered from that? Probably. <laughs> so I think getting a coach or a trainer is like so important, um, especially if you're just starting out. Definitely. And I guess you, this is totally okay if you say no to this question, but if you could go back in time, right, to high school, like before you had started this journey, would there be anything um, that you would do differently? This is a good question because I like to say no regrets. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this just goes back to my other, knowing what I know now, I would have probably invested in a trainer um, just for injury purposes and being introduced to what actually, what I should actually be doing because I was just, just went into the internet. I just dove in and right. consumed whatever I could find, even if it wasn't accurate. Um, so that's probably what I would change. But other than that, um, I appreciate the process. <laughs> no, and I think, like, that's a valuable, like, thing to bring up, too, you know, because I think even now for myself sometimes, like, I know we had talked, you and I had talked before we had recorded here, and I, I had told you about what happened with my knee, in, and mm-hmm. that, like, for me, that was something that was kind of a shock to me because I was like, wow, I've been working out for years. Like, I, I don't really understand what happened, but I think it is important also to be able to make sure that, you're doing like the things right so you can try to avoid those things because it does right. like hinder what you're doing especially like for me I found for my mental health I was just like wow like I can't work out now like I'm I'm just sitting at home <laughs> I can't even go out because of COVID like there's nothing I can do right and that was something that was just like a really big it kind of blew my mind that there's nothing I can really do about this anymore I'm it's out of my control but if I would have started from the beginning you know what I mean like paying more attention to what I guess the way I was lifting, right? Then I would have maybe been able to catch it beforehand. I know. It's tough because I feel like even professional athletes, like they're getting injured and they're, they have coaches, they have the whole team like right. helping them. Well, so it's yeah. sometimes inevitable, which is the sad part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally understand that. And for me, like, I, I even, I went to, I ended up going to a physiotherapist because it just wasn't clearing up. Like, I, I didn't find that it was improving necessarily. Um, and then he actually told me, my physiotherapist ended up telling me, oh, you know, like, well, this thing that you ended up getting with my knee, um, it it's generally something that happens to people who do work out a lot. Like, it wouldn't be someone who doesn't work out that much. It would be, be it, and it turns out it stems from your hamstring. So it's interesting, like, it was interesting for me to find out how your body's really all interconnected. Mm-hmm. So the problem was I haven't been, I guess I hadn't been stretching my hamstring a lot. So that ended up causing me a problem with my knee. So it, it is important to have those check-ins with people who do know what they're talking about so you can take better care of your body. Yes, for sure. And trainers don't know everything like you said you went to a physiotherapist like that is key like you sometimes your trainer doesn't know everything I'll be the first to say (laughs) so it's good that you take that step above and like sometimes you need even more than that so yeah I'm glad you were able to (laughs) thank you yeah it's a frustrating (laughs) process but I mean I think everyone goes through it at one point you know and something happens like our bodies aren't like built perfectly, you know, and we don't always know. So it just happens. But yeah, and I, I guess we'll dive into like the services you offer, right? Is there, are there any like, I guess, special things that you offer as a personal trainer? Like, is there anything that I guess, is like you kind of developed and it's yours? So 
right now, um, I'm doing one-on-one virtual training. So it's about 55 minutes. Um, so that's pretty basic one-on-one personal training, what you would expect. Um, so we do that over zoom or FaceTime. I was, um, I haven't done this in a couple of weeks, but typically I do offer 30 minute strength classes. So this was designed for people to get a sweat on, but also learn the basics of strength moves from home. So I typically do full body, um, or we'll do a lower body and upper body and it's basic hinges, um, pull pushes, um, things like that. So you're doing the basics. Instagram, I feel like is flooded with all these moves. You have to do a backflip into like a squat into like an overhead <laughs> press. I'm like, in what world, like would anyone like one even like get struck? Like it's just impossible. So my goal was to bring the basics into a 30 minute class. So if you do have work and you're in a time crunch, you get three circuits in three moves. You're working for 40 seconds on 10 seconds off. Um, so that's what I designed for people to learn the basics and also get in, um, if they have a tight, tight schedule. That's awesome. And I mean, that's, that's really needed in this time because I don't know about other people, but I find for myself, I'm working from home and I find I can't really have that disconnect between work and life is really difficult Mm -hmm. now. So having like the time to be able to work out for 30 minutes or even 40 minutes is like a really great just slot of time that you can fit in, whether it be at the end of your day, like lunch hour, like even if you're an early riser, like some, um, it's, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a morning workout person. I really want to be, but I'm not, I'll be honest. Um, I love a 10 a.m. 10 a.m. is a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I, I remember I hearing some people get up at like four 30 or something, five 30. I, I'm not awake at that time. I, 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 I can't function. I don't know. I just can't like, it's, it's too early. It's still dark outside. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, I'm glad it works for others, but just finding that time, I think like that, even if it's 30 minutes, like you said, it's still useful. Yeah. You're still getting movement in. And I give my clients like even like stretches to do or like a quick superset that they can do for less than 10 minutes. If they just need to get movement in or they're like working at their desk or they're at home. Um, so yeah, movement, no matter how small is important for sure. Well, yeah, definitely. If not like you're, I feel like you're, you feel it in your body too. You just get so stiff over time. Yeah. Even like sitting down for like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess, is there anything you're manifesting for, um, sports bras only in the future? Even like if we're thinking past COVID pandemic (laughs) someday in time. (laughs) Um, I think it would be really cool to partner with activewear brands or things like that to collab with them. Um, that's something I've always envisioned since I started the sweatshirt. But other than that, I'm just kind of seeing where it goes and seeing what happens and seeing who responds. Um, but right. I think a partnership would be cool with um, another clothing brand. Yeah, it's awesome. And definitely put it out there into the universe and it'll come. <laughs> it'll come. <laughs> like can I collab with your of ours oh my god yeah that's true (laughs) that would be awesome that would be awesome and are there any I guess resources or books or podcasts or anything I guess that have made you feel inspired in a type of way um that you would suggest the uh, that our audience check out yes so I am 
big into Skinny Confidential and Almost 30 Podcasts. Those are my two OGs that I've listened to for years. And they've just, they bring people on from all different backgrounds that are successful, that have had ups and downs, and that just inspire you. I just love learning about different people's lives and what led them to be successful or um, what they dealt with when building their business and how they are creating from there. And then in terms of books, I just love a biography. I love a memoir. Again, it goes back to hearing people's stories. Um, I just read Jen Atkins book, blowing my way to the top. So the title still, still gets me every time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, hearing anyone's story is inspiring and taking bits and pieces from different experiences, um, has really helped me navigate Right. And I, and I will second the skinny confidential. I love that podcast. And I remember when I used to have a little bit more time on my hands and I was working during like the summer between, um, university full time, I found like, that's what helped me get through the day was listening to that podcast. (laughs) It's just the best. I feel like I know them. They're my friends. Right. (laughs) I was in San Diego a couple years ago and they, Michael and Lauren were behind me at a restaurant. And I, I was like, I was that's crazy right you're still in in shock yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's a really cool story actually that's awesome and yeah and then (laughs) and then the last kind of major question I'll ask you and then the pressure will be completely off but um would be what do you want our audience to take away from this episode I think The biggest takeaway is knowing that life has a lot of downs, but also to appreciate the up. And I will expand on that because I feel like right now I am in a season that is very difficult, especially with Corona and being in fitness during this time. It's like a big question mark, but just focusing on your why and your purpose and letting that carry you um, and knowing that it's okay to have these downs and these ups and you will get to the ups um just keep focusing on your purpose that's awesome and I mean it's a really that's a really good takeaway message for our audience so thank you for sharing that especially in a time like this (laughs) thank you thank you for having me on oh of course it's been great and I'd love to have you on again hopefully we're post post pandemic yeah (laughs) there's some yeah updates on life's a little bit more changed and different than what it was in this current state but did you want to share your socials so that people can find you and connect with you and even maybe hopefully take a workout class with you yes so i can be found at body by jillian on instagram and then bodybyjillian.com i typically have my class schedule up on there and then you can find Sports Bras Only at Sports Bras Only on Instagram and then shop sportsbrasonly.com for sweatshirts. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and give us a rating. Also check us out on Instagram at Making Sense of Success and tune in next Monday for our next episode.